practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. They don't poop in your toilet, they just pee on your floors. Well, Casey, let's get right into it. I know, yes. You have some fellow statesmen and women who are unbelievable. Well, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm I'm Casey. (laughs) Yeah, we got it. (laughs) We're on, we're on. Almost in unison. We're on top of things. Quite, I don't want to get too into politics, but this I thought you'd appreciate. So last week, we can get into it. I don't know if you saw any of the DNC, the Democratic National Convention. It was all virtual. Everything. I did. You did see some of it. Okay. I fought desperately to stay awake. (laughs) Well, tonight is the, we're recording this on Monday, um, uh, August 24th, baby. The RNC tonight. I'm not going to watch it because I can just get updates. Basically, I did that with the DNC too, but you know. I will say this as far as, um, is it output or image? Let's just say image. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. The Republican Party never, or Trump never ceases to um, stop shocking me. Like, so the first night of the Democratic Convention was like Americans who like farmers, an amazing Mm -hmm. farmer, by the way. Farmers who've been hit, you know, by the economy and and somebody who lost a father to coronavirus, like very empathetic, like we're connecting with the problems that you're going, you know, you're feeling right now. RNC fucking doubled down tonight to the keynote speakers are those two fat whites that held automatic weapons in their driveway as people walked, marched by. They're like two of the speakers tonight. And for those that of you that with don't, the, the mustard stain on her shirt, <laughs> yes. and the glassy eyes, and the like, holding the pistol all side cocked. Yeah, for those of you that uh, missed it, you know, during um the all the racial fuck, yeah, <laughs> all the racial protest that was going on, uh, it happened in uh, I think it was Columbus even or there. No, no, Dayton, this, those Dayton, guys maybe? they were in um. It was, I think it was St. Louis. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I, for some reason, I was thinking it was an Ohio thing. But anyways, there was a couple who unjustifiably was like, just heard that a Black Lives Matter march, peaceful march was going mm-hmm. on. They were like, nope, I don't trust them. So they got in their driveway of their McMansion. One guy had yeah. a semi-automatic rifle and this mm-hmm. woman held a, a Glock sideways and they're just scuzz bummy you know probably drinking bloody mary's in the morning she's got mustard stains on her shirt he's got a pink polo shirt on and boat shoes and so everybody's like jesus christ they just held their weapons intimidating lee as these people marched by and everybody's like that's um well that's a form of assault basically and they did end up getting charged in the city of st louis but of course tonight they're riding high in the, the main spotlight. stage. The fucking main beep, beep, beep. stage. That's I, insane, I mean, dude. that That's is fucking nuts. I, uh, if you could what do like a say? jerk practice style, like list of crazy things you could have on the Republican National Convention, like, like we've done before, like with NFL and stuff, like we're going to have, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Lindell. Well, he's actually going to be there, but I, I, I'm yeah. I'm a little tired, so I can't think of the most insane things ever. We're gonna have GI Joes in sex positions. 
Right, you know, no, like, exactly. We're going to have all the Confederate statues. You <laughs> thought they were gone. They're bad. Rock'em, sock'em, confeds. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. They what literally the probably will have a Confederate, like, a Confederate statue sitting in a chair as Clint Eastwood, Eastwood throws pies at its crotch. Kisses it. <laughs> Kisses it. <laughs> oh, man. But seriously, I could not have come up, like, I could not have come up with that little perfect nugget, and they're just down. No. They're just down with it. That here in here, what I thought after the what I saw of the Democratic convention, it was weird. Yeah, it could have used a little pizzazz, a little like umph. Yeah, hey, but that's uh, and I was like, okay, like that's what happens when you go on second. I was like, oh, the the D or the RNC is gonna roll it out. It's gonna be guitars what I was and thinking. live music. And just like, let's get as many people in a space as we can, get that energy up. And then if you say this, two of the speakers that night are that couple that got <laughs> rightfully so yelled at by people like, don't point a fucking gun at me. You can't point guns at people. Um, what's amazing also is um, for those of you that aren't familiar, the DNC, it's virtual. The RNC was virtual. Um, a big part of the convention in general is always each state that has their delegates has to nominate oh, yeah, who yeah. the delegates um, voted for, the majority. Or actually, like, so if Rhode Island was like, we have 10 for Biden and 2 for Bernie, they just make that announcement. And normally it's on the floor of yeah. the convention hall and it's kind of standard operating procedure. Everybody's talking about, like, the highlight of the Democratic National Convention is that they did this virtually – and each state delivered it from something unique in the state. So it kind of brought everybody together in a mm -hmm. sense that like, oh, yeah, we're like this. We have these different landscapes. We've all been stuck inside. But, oh, yeah, they have this unique and this unique. And everybody's saying is very moving. They had that. And by the way, the Republican National Convention, it's a day convention. So they're rocking mm. hot during the day, which is yeah. also just beautifully fitting. Good old <laughs> afternoon drunk. Nothing beats that. So they had their roll call today, and it's uh, the people that were s announcing their casting their vote, the delegate that's announcing, they had to show up at Charlotte to make the announcement. Mm -hmm. And it couldn't be more bland sixth grade play. Literally, it's just they're all in a line, and they're like, all right, South Carolina. They step up in front of a white mm -hmm. drop background without anything and just go, we nominate Trump. And they go, okay. Uh, South Dakota. Thank you. Next, please. Yep. <laughs> In front of the white background, like they're getting a school picture. Uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> it's like, you're right. Like, they had all these opportunities. And I will say, like, I, I've i been having to go to bed early. But, like, I did watch the first night because I was so interested mm -hmm. how they're going to do it. And I was like, yeah. first night. Like, had some glitches. Had some it's a weird uh, energy, had, Felt yeah. very, and believe me, I can empathize. Like, when you hit your technical marks, that's nobody's fault. It's just trying to put something together. Yeah. But it's a bit cringeworthy. Like, at one point, I literally saw, like, you know, a gaffer run across, like, the stage as um, mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi was about to speak or whoever. I forget who it was. And it's just like, that's going to happen. I was like, but also I was like, I told Verno the tone of the first night, while the message was important. Yeah. It was a little too soft rock for me. And I was like, if mm -hmm. I'm a guy that voted for Trump, because I'm like, fuck it, I need something in my life. Like, nobody's doing anything for me. At least yeah, this yeah. guy's got some volume, you know? 
And then after mm-hmm. all this, they're like, all right, this guy's a little too out of control. <laughs> I uh, I got to switch back. All right. I don't think I can vote for him. I'm going to go Democrat. Let me see what they got to offer. Yeah. And they tune in. And at one point it was like they were in Maine and this, she was very pretty song or she had a very mm-hmm. pretty voice she had like a white flowing robe and she was on the rocks in the ocean and she was singing yeah, i was like yeah. i'd probably click back to trump and be like give me you know skid row you know what i mean <laughs> if you're if you're only because re- a lot of people just voted for trump because they were like mm-hmm. at least it's different yeah at least it's loud no exactly and like that's that totally holds true they were like he's different He's weird. He's crazy. He's what he whatever it was. The difference, yeah. like that's the sizzle sold. And um, but no, but we were watch we were watching it last Monday because we were still um in the cabin at that point. And it was just like I couldn't put my finger on like why it felt off, why it felt weird. Yeah. But then Ash made a good point. She was like, because we hit that same music video, and she was like, I like this performer. I really don't know why you would do a version that. Like everything felt like when Muted? you do karaoke, it's mm-hmm. like that karaoke video. Yeah. Yes. And sh- and she was like, I don't know why the bands didn't do a live, right stream absolutely absolutely just for that energy. And I was like, No, you're right. And then that conversation led into, and she brought it up, and I was like, Fuck, you're totally right. Everybody's speech felt so stilted and slow. Absolutely. Because they're used to giving it. Like that speech was written to be absolutely there are it's slow. There are pauses. So there are cheers and jeers and hoots and hell. Yeah's And so they gave the same speech as they would have gave to an empty room. Yeah. So it just had this. It was weird, very flat. It's a different type of speaking. And, and I didn't think anybody. Well, I Michelle think Obama did. I think some job, people hit she it. Just gave a super somber, serious speech. Michelle Obama hit it. And justifiably so, because she's delivered speeches to the american public alone in front of a camera yeah makes sense makes sense why barack gave a very poignant directed speech and it made sense like and even Mm -hmm. and uh so later on i will say well what do i want to say first of all as far as people voting for trump trump let me also say i'm aware of all the underlying fucked up reasons he got voted it's not just it's not entirely because he rocks but don't don't fool yourselves like we are as we're 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 all we we're very surface level so let's not mm-hmm. let's not think it's all like deep thinking a lot of it's just like <laughs> he's got a building um yeah all right we live so, in the social media age like yeah people do cruel things to other people just because like right. people gaslight people just for something to do so like voting for him is just the greatest gaslight of oh, all time so many spike like, votes yeah Absolutely, hundred percent. They're just like you get to see someone go. Why did you say? And you, <laughs> you care too much, you loser. <laughs> and that's a good point. That's not unique to the American political system. That's why we have eight years of this extreme, eight years of this yeah. extreme because of the spite vote. They're like, oh, you guys thought you you liked Obamacare. I'm gonna vote for this guy that's completely <laughs> out of the realm of my best interest because yeah. I don't like your jean jacket, buddy. Yeah. Put, hang it up but i hate um, this guy i work with that all he can do is talk about exactly. this so you know what i'm yep. gonna do i'm gonna shut him up for exactly. four years and then when that rolls over i'm shutting him up for four more and it's very possible that it's, it's gonna just happen simple. it sucks it's gonna be 
four years of Biden, followed by four years of whatever momentum he gets potentially for Kamala Harris, and that shit's going to... Who knows where that pendulum is going to swing? It's yeah. Again, it's going to be a Confederate statue. I nominate Edmund <laughs> the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the RNC, the DNC. It did. Oh, but it did get better later on. And I was just like, two things drove me crazy, and then of course I drove Meg crazy. I was like, one, exactly what you're talking about. Is like. You guys have been doing this for so long. You can't roll with it. Like you can't like mm-hmm. switch it up. Gavin Newsom, he had to. He was. He's the governor of California. He had to switch it up because he had to visit a disaster zone because California is on fire yet again. And he delivered his speech to an iPhone, quote unquote iPhone, but from a remote mm-hmm. location. And whether, and it was it was not improvised, but it was clearly up to the last minute of the shifts yeah. he need to make and he delivered it very well because he knew where to put the fucking cue cards yeah. i am so dis it makes me fear it might be a small thing because everybody else i heard was like joe biden gave the best speech i was like it's just saturday night live like he was looking yeah. at a cue card to his right it's like yeah teleprompters have existed since cronkite just pipe it down the line. Give me one no, straight up the, the gut. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how can you not be like it's, delivering to it's the camera? coronavirus. It's not like an electromagnetic weapon. They still have digital teleprompters. Right. You can put it on an iPad. I couldn't believe it. And you can it. make Joe Jr. hold the fucking iPad up above the camera. <laughs> I, I will say this. Hunter Biden, one, looks like our old boss, Tom. Two... <laughs> Is the grossest. He's the grossy of the family. I'm just, and yeah. and let's say for whatever things Republicans are like heightening, Hunter Biden just has that feel. He has a feel a oily. Like he's oily. He's an oil man. And both <laughs> of the, I felt bad because it, Bidens are very have some very similar parallels to the Kennedys. In the mm-hmm. sense that um, Joe Biden has a son, Bo Biden, who died of a brain tumor, tragically. Yeah. But if they've, they've focused on hit Bo Biden's life. and you He was can the honk. S- he he was, was the honk. honk. He joined the military after um, 9-11. He became the attorney general in uh, Delaware. Like, he was fucking groomed. He all gave the hopes all the speeches at the conventions introducing his dad. And, um, tragically, yeah, he passed away, but I was like, oh, that's, um, who, who was the oldest Kennedy? Like John oh, F. God Kennedy man. wasn't supposed to be president. It was their older brother who died Joe in World Jr.? War II. Joe Jr. Yeah. Um, so Bo, he was a fighter pilot. Like he was like the, if you're going to go, you go down fucking dogfighting with the Nazis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that was their thing. He went down because. He, like, went out on a mission and somebody just didn't attach the bomb properly and it fucking smoked while he was flying. Um, uh, so, anyway, so, the in, to introduce the big speech of the RNC, the fourth night, the final night, are his two kids. Daughter, mm-hmm. you don't hear much of. Hunter, who, because I will say Joe Biden, from all the sounds of it it sounds like he's very family oriented guy he sounds like the most social guy ever which is his thing i don't need a phone like it sounds like he calls people too much but yeah oh yes yes. he's very lonely 
I do like that he reads the paper on the on the train. Come on, bullshit. <laughs> oh god, um, that's right. That whole fucking train thing. They love like, that right. train story. Everybody should be like, hey, hey, you got more important shit. Get off the train. Get off the train. Anyway. Also, I'm like, those guys gotta punch tickets and make sure no one's getting off for free. And you're over here bending his ear about the Orioles. <laughs> right. And he doesn't even like baseball. <laughs> right. Um so anyway, so you they kind of want to lean away from Hunter Biden because there's a lot of um, scandal surrounding him. But Joe Biden's like, fuck you. I'm going to let my kids introduce me. Old oil man himself comes up, daughter, you don't hear much. And they're like talking up their dad and they talk up their brother. And they're like, we know if our brother was here. And it's like, oh, no shit. You wouldn't be giving this speech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys would be under the back under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, anyway, all in all, everybody says it was pretty successful. I, being a member of jerk practice with tech glitches and having tech guys, I've got to, yeah. can't fault them for that. I thought Julia no. Louis-Dreyfus was hilarious. Um, some people gave good speeches. Most people didn't for exactly the reason you said. Um, and now it's the RNC and I hope, every night I hope I can update you with who the next because who can they got to they got four nights who are they going to top with driveway weapon people it's so funny i was thinking about it um this week this past week as the the dnc was finishing and i was remembering when the last election cycle when the rnc got all the shit because they didn't have like the dnc had all the good celebrities and then Mm. it was like scott bayo scott bayo yeah and the guy Creed. that farts into a microphone, you know, right. like and that, I, I, I didn't know how they could outdo that. But they're just like, yeah, just get someone, some crazy person from the news. They're running on outrage. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think the 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 aspect is they're like, we it's back to Nixon, like the silent majority, quote unquote, which yeah, is a very yeah. call it a dog whistle. It's a it's a P.E. whistle. But it's like, you are the people that watch those videos and get freaked out because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I hope I don't get caught on camera doing something, whether it's perceived or whether it's appropriate or not. Just like nervous because the tide is shifting, at least socially. Or at yeah. least it, and it's probably not. It's just things are more uh, visual. Yeah. Who knows? But people are just freaked out because people like... Which is interesting, right? Because they voted, when I say they, the people that voted for Trump and the people that are tuning into the RNC because they are in support of Trump, they voted for Trump for, like, this intense, like, ride. And now mm-hmm. they brought yeah. on a very potential roller coaster ride, and they're like, we need to, we need to pipe it oh, back. God. Pipe can it I, back. Can I get off this ride? Oh, I can't? Oh, oh great. Okay. You know what is? Uh, I know we're 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 going up hot with politics, but uh, how good, how sweet is that? A GoFundMe to build a wall called "Let's Build a Wall." Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so perfect on both sides because they everybody so deserves everything they get. So people apparently weren't building the wall fast enough, or Congress wasn't willing to let the funds go mm-hmm. to build Trump's wall. So these people are like, "We'll build it ourselves." So Steve Bannon and some cronies get a GoFundMe together, and all these people sent this money, and they're like, yeah, we're going to use it to build the wall. And they bought 
they they just bought a car uh, they bought attachments like, to their or what is it additions to their homes just complete didn't put a damn brick down well put a brick on their own foundation right yeah they didn't they didn't specify what the wall was separating it was separating those immigrants from steve bannon's new addition right it's my wall between my boathouse and my pool house <laughs> yeah it's just so perfect and of course steve bannon's not gonna feel any heat and you know Everybody will be fine, except for, like, there's one, like, wounded warrior that, like, they duped into putting his name on everything. You know, that guy's fucked. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's a fall guy. We know mafia shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is straight mafia shit, for sure. Not mafia mafia, but the same system, I would say. Same thinking, yeah. Same thought yeah, process. It's easy. Put in your wife's name. Put in that uh, vet without because a leg's you... name. Your wife can't send you to jail or whatever that that old law. That's not a law. Like I, you know what I mean. Like your wife can't testify against you. Yeah. I'm no, dead. in my mind, it's your wife can't send you to jail. Oh, I was wrong. She can. <laughs> oh, shoot. She can if she wants to. Yeah. Should have given her some of that twenty-five mil, buddy. Yeah, that's so. Everybody had that shit coming, man. Oh, all right, politics. Hour over. Do we have anything else to touch on politics? It's pretty. I think so. Just it's... that we we were talking, just messaging as we both were kind of watching it unfold. And then we were in the uh, Hawking Hills camping, so that was like our right. last night there. We watched that and then came back to reality, back to work. Was it nice? Hills were just cool. Get away it was awesome, stuff. yeah. It looked nice. No, it was nice to be up there. Harvey did some hiking, but oh boy. You got some premium grade A choice fat whites that was just fucking. Oh boy, I like this. Roll through, you like you're just it's this beautiful like almost like alien landscape because some of these trails it's called Old Man's Cave, so you like hike down into this like ravine and it's green everywhere and there's a stream that runs through and waterfalls, and you're just like holy crap, this is really like cool. You just can like unplug breathe a little bit and they did a really good really good job of like they redid the trail so it's just you come in one side you come out the other there's Mm -hmm. no like backtracking there's nothing so you're just there and then all of a sudden you're just you're just like wow this is great you look down in the stream and it's just a fucking mountain of fucking garbage and fucking energy drink cans and shit is that in ohio some kid with no shoes and a fucking diaper for a hat (laughs) running yeah. around you're like the fuck is happening come oh, on yeah that's gross was it is that in ohio the hawkins hills yeah yeah okay. yeah it's cool it's right at the beginning of the uh Appala- appalachia basically okay sort of oh, at the top of how that begins you're on that side of appalachia and we all heard my story last year about this time of appalachia oh yeah no i totally thought of thought of you and we were where we stayed we stayed at this cool cabin it was it wasn't like off in the middle of nowhere, but it felt like it and there was just a ton of trees. Good. Yeah. And there's a path that led from the back of the cabin. And uh we were like, Oh, we don't want didn't want to do an intense hike with Harvey. So we're like, Oh, maybe this path will just kinda of take us around the property. And it was like getting dark and we both kinda of walked in and we saw this like crude hut structure, like off into the dark of the woods and we're like you know what we're gonna wait till tomorrow mm-hmm. we'll wait till the sun's up yeah, yeah and so that next day turn. we did our stuff 
and came back and we walked down and it's just the creepiest outhouse you've ever seen. And I sent you that picture. Uh, <laughs> it's just I, uh, like, there's a still, and there was a bush light can there that didn't look old enough to not frighten me. Like it wasn't faded enough. Like it was I, a, yeah, yeah, a relatively your, new bush light can. You're like a fat white, um, experienced hunter. Like is this bush yeah. light can still warm. Ooh, this scat. This is a, this is a bacon double cheeseburger. Yeah, exactly. This is a, th- he's got, he's had the meats. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. That's nice. You got you got away a little bit. It was good. They had a hot tub, so you get to dumb dad it up and have that your precious hot tub time. It's important. Which now I respect. I never give a, gave a shit about a hot tub until until recently. It feels good. It feels good. I would definitely. I don't think I'd go hot tub, but in an ideal world, someday, so in some fat white day, I would like one of those. Like, can be a two seater. Just one, mm-hmm. uh, a little sauna thing. One of those, like, you can, you can actually build it together. Dumb dads need heat. One way or another, you gotta, yeah. you gotta oh, get yeah, those, yeah. Bo- you get those joints get tightened. You need a little, you need to loosen up. I, w- I wouldn't mind some of that. No, I, so I, I hadn't ever had, like, a proper sauna experience until Ashley and I first started dating, and she had worked at a, a spa, and I was like, yeah, it's just a hot room, whatever, you know? And then you just do that whole experience. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Was that the... It, it does It does relax you. Was that the hot, cold, hot, cold? Yeah, the one where you could do the hot sauna and had the cool pool. Dude, that's good. That's really... That's just like... Man, I can't think of a better way to get you going. It, it, it takes some... All right, it takes a little bit of... Get yeah. that first one, but God, that's so good. That's why I always wonder... This was back in the day when I'd listened to a few Rogans, and now mm-hmm. I'm Roganed out, man. Oh, sure. Well, that's sure, for yeah. sure. But back when he used to talk a, like a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When he wasn't so pointed in a certain direction with everything mm-hmm. he talked about. He talked about like cryotherapy and, and like float oh, sure. tanks yeah, and yeah. shit. And I always wondered, because that, that hot and cold like always felt so invigorating and so good. I always wondered what cryotherapy would, uh, how that would feel. I don't know. It's one of those things is like, the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, I I think I get why it works. And then you hear about like when it goes bad. Yeah. Like there was that football player, Antonio Brown, and he did cryotherapy. He played for the Raiders. He's that crazy guy who plays for the Patriots now. And they like burn the bottom of his feet off. (laughs) You wouldn't need that. You wouldn't need those. That's like, uh, that's... and I was just like, well, I, I think I get it. And they're like, no, no, we freeze you nearly to death. And then you come out and you feel great. Demolition Mania. Yes. Oh, yes. There is a, uh, that is an interesting transition. I didn't intend it, but there is a documentary on Netflix. Time for our Netflix seg. I think it's called Unwell or Wellness. It's about different think, trends. Think, yeah, I think it's Unwell, I think. Unwell. Okay. So it's a docu-series. Each episode is a different focus, and it uh, has proponents and opponents of different extreme health mm-hmm. trends. First one, they start you off a little light. Essential oils. There's a lot of there's a lot of creeps in it. 
Like yeah, they're like yeah, some yeah. people are like, yep, essential oils have been used for tens of thousands of years. They can have these effects, and then like these old fat wife housewives are like, you need to drink it in your water every day, and one out of ten of them gets like an irreversible body rash. <laughs> and then there's one guy who's like that classic should be an SNL sketch of like. The guy who's very calm and very put together and his shirt and jeans are nicely pressed and his his nice um, uh, Sperry riders. But he used to, you know, do crystal meth down at the saddle tramp. <laughs> but now he's like made millions of dollars as an essential oil shill with his wife and three kids who are like that, like, you know, that postcard perfect. But, you know, underneath yeah, you're like... Yeah. It gives you literally gives you chills because there's something else there. Anyways, so they're selling all this essential oils. They're like, it cures your cancer. It does this. They're like, we're not allowed to tell you that. I'll tell you here. But on my YouTube channel, I can only say it cures your cancer. Not when I'm selling you the essential oil, but when I'm selling you my book. This is like, fuck you. And then it <laughs> and then it goes in extremes, right? So the next episode yeah. is about. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to, the next episode is about bodybuilders that use breast milk to intensify their, oh my God, I've heard of that. I think. Uh, and of what's crazy about this one, Casey, is it starts out focusing on a family in Beaverton, um, mm -hmm. Oregon. Then it yeah. goes to a breast milk supplier in Columbus, Ohio, Shut and up. then it goes to a bodybuilder in Goose Creek, South Carolina, which is the next town next to us in Charleston County. It was really uh, should weird. Should we tell people, spoiler alerts, we're in a Netflix documentary about, about breast milk? Breast milk. <laughs> yes. It's so gross. It was hard. We started when I was eating, and I was just like, I can't. I can't. What did I – I was reading something, and it was – um, I think it was on Reddit, and I like have like the best and worst combinations of things that I follow on Reddit. Yeah. So I think it was in the occult section, and it's the occult, occult or conspiracy. You'll see something at least once a day where you're like, I gotta stop and read this. Right. And it was it was similar to this. This guy was like, Here's the thing. We live in this modern age where we're tethered to a screen. It's artificial light. You're in a dark room. You're cut off from the sun. He's like, You want to fix yourself? You want to fix your mind? You just gotta go outside. And you got to stare at the sun. <laughs> Sunglasses, man. And just had this thing where it was like, yeah, I mean, we do. Like, the sun is good for you. Wait, you his version of sunglasses were just reverse sunglasses magnifying glasses? Are that bad. bring the yeah. sun into your eyes? <laughs> the best of people are like, you could really damage your eyes. Like, we understand what you're saying. Like, you need vitamin D. You need to be outside. He's like, no, no, no. Direct sunlight. Look at this, like, this cartouche from you know like somewhere in egypt right it's like exactly a guy standing next to waves from the sun so he's like he go, goes right in your eyes man goes right in your eyes sunglasses big sunglasses keeping you down and again like we say people are like you're just gonna hurt yourself and he's like maybe my eyes are stronger than most people's eyes but i look at the sun for a few minutes every morning. And she's <laughs> just, just got like... Best. It's just a guy staring at the sun <laughs> until his eyes hurt. Oh, we just have uh, we just have too much time on our hands. We need to go back to having to hunt for our food. So we'll stop yeah. being like, I'm so bored. I'm just going to go look at the sun. Uh, and <laughs> until then I try feel and, good. And try and get donations for it. 
um oh my god this the the breast milk one one i, I don't want to i think people should watch it because it, it's really mm-hmm. interesting because one guy so like a real quick snippet one guy is like i started drinking breast milk 20 years ago when they detected cancer in my prostate and they've started charting it and it killed all my cancer cells and it's because of this research that this guy did in in denmark or sweden and he's like look at my chart He's like, here's where my cancer spiked and they det- first detected it. Here's where my neighbor who was nursing their baby started giving me four ounces of her breast milk a day and it went down and they couldn't detect my cancer. You see this one mm-hmm. spike here? That's when she ran it's out of breast milk. <laughs> so he's like, that's what the only time they detected my cancer in 20 years. And now he's like <laughs> showing up to this like, like he got a prescription from his doctors. Like so he goes to a nurses? breast milk um, center. Because it is important, uh-huh. like women that have excess breast milk, they're very charitable and they'll donate it to premature babies sure. and women that yeah. can't nurse. And, and they're still, with all of that, like, obviously some women don't do it. Men, most women don't do it. With all the women that do, still, like, babies go without. But this guy, so he's got his prescription. He's at the door up. every day. Oh, but they did. How do you get a prescription for that? He he showed it. He's like, it's helping my cancer. I mean, it... it if you look I at his one, this one case, you go, all right, I don't know if it's breast milk or you just got lucky, but the numbers match, so his doctor gave him a prescription. It's, let, like, let yeah, keep right. it's like baseball superstition. It's like, I've been socking dingers every day I drink breast milk, so I'm drinking breast milk every day. It's like, wait, how did you start drinking breast milk? Like, what? And he's the guy, he's like the old 60s hippie guy who puts breast milk in uh, with things like wheatgrass. Not, he's not a bodybuilder guy who's like he was so uncomfortable like this woman was like look i donate all my breast milk the thing about it is because she has a like a condition it's like hyper lactosia where she just produces a bunch and she's like i want to do good so i when i um, pump i bag it and i donate it she's like but it's like there's so much and she's like it takes up so much of my time and i pay for the bags and stuff she's like i'm actually paying to donate my breast milk so she's like it's weird i'm not a fan of it she's like but if at least i can sell some of my breast milk to this gross bodybuilder it'll pay for my donation and she shows up to meet him for the first time he's like you ever thought you'd be uh sneaking around to starbucks donating your boob juice to a meathead and it was like oh my god that's when she stops doing that you don't use those words you say thank you really for what you're doing for and me and he did this he did this i forgot about this i was telling jesse about it he goes you give me your nipple soda to a fucking <laughs> meat meat dog <laughs> he goes like this he goes all right what do we agree on 50 cents an ounce what do you got there and he takes the money out and he does this uh, one the thumb two work. Like and he just puts the money on the dresser. He's a really bad dude. Um, but the good thing is, this woman. Uh, hopefully, this guy will eventually get his comeuppance. But uh, this <laughs> when he gets this, cancer, <laughs> this lab did an independent study with because breast milk is there's like an underground market for it. You can order it on eBay. You can order it on Craigslist. This is a, they're yeah. like. So what we did is we ordered fifty different breast milk from fifty different sources got it in, recorded how it arrived, if it arrived well-preserved on dry ice, and some of it arrived, like, in Ziploc bags, like, open and spilling around, and then, like, and then we tested it, because it is a bodily fluid. Mm -hmm. You don't know whose body it's coming from. Sure. And they're like, we tested five of them had HIV. Two of them had chlamydia. And the best was, she's like, 
So some of them, so breast milk has a, some of them had salmonella. She's like, breast milk's very important. It has some very essential bacteria in it because yeah. your child has to build tolerance to these certain things. These are mm-hmm. very important, important for gut health, all this stuff. She's like, many of them that we tested had less or had more bacteria than a toilet. Than oh a sewer. She said a sewage. A sewage line. Sewage. <laughs> Basically, it had more bacteria than a than shit in water <laughs> and toilet oh paper. Oh my god! Oh, but I mean, it, it makes sense because it is sort of like you are that the the bacteria cloud family fauna. Like it all, like your baby needs all of your family's. It's amazing bacteria and stuff to to protect it. They talk about like. But it's breast- also like, and it keeps away the old meathead from next door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sniffing around, he gets real sick when he starts. There, it, it, one of the fascinating aspects is like the miracle of breast milk between the appropriate parties, because like yeah. breast milk develops as the specific child develops with what it needs, like the relate the symbiosis. Oh, right. they do, like yeah, they yeah. know what they want, and at the same time, they also like the like the mothers like appetite and tastes and all this stuff like gets transferred to the child because i suppose evolutionarily like as a pack you want your offspring to be adept to what you've already eaten and like what you gather and this and that so you don't want them to reject when they eat foods like the foods you already eat and bring into the nest or whatever it's really interesting you can't have and then when old fathead starts drinking it gets fucking salmonella (laughs) oh and it's so, so what, did he, he, what did he say? Uh, for bodybuilding, is his, what is his rationale? It's it somehow better than, like, muscle milk? Exa- that's exactly it. They're like, it just had, if they call it, you know, they think it's the colostrum, like the mother's milk. It's this intense nutrients, but there's zero evidence of it whatsoever. That is. In fact, a guy, t- like, did a really cool um, breakdown. He's like, if you were to put the nutritional label on there that you have to put on if breast milk were on a shelf, this is yeah. the exact opposite thing anybody in fitness would want. It's high in lactose, which most most athletic people cannot break down because their type of metabolism doesn't break down lactose. Mm-hmm. It's extremely yeah. high in sugar, like in a certain type of I don't know, lactose sugars that don't sustain yeah. you through it. It's extremely low in protein. So like everything about it's all... It's staring at the sun. It's staring at the sun. That's all it is. That's all this is. So, but these guys, and, and I, this woman was only charging him 50 cents an ounce. I couldn't believe it. Especially when he's like, when he's a scumbag about it. Yeah. You got him by the short and curlies, man. That's right. Like, he need, This he, is a seller's market. So like, he started drinking. $50. Exactly. He bust a bottle. If you hear his backstory, he started drinking breast milk when he was bodybuilding with his wife. And I was like, I, Casey, I wish you were sitting with me because I went, that dude's not with a wife anymore. I know no it. He was like, fucking my way. wife had extra breast milk, so I started using it in my bodybuilding. I felt so good. And then she divorced me. I was like, no shit. Oh, you're sucking me down surprised. breast milk in the morning. And he's like, they show the pictures after it. And he's, it's like dodgeball. Like he just gets depressed and weird. And it's not because he's not getting the nutrients from breast milk. It's because he's tricked his brain into thinking like the only way he can function 
is on this, you know, this miracle fluid, which it's which it's also, uh, what's it called? A placebo, probably. Placebo. No, totally. But then it's also like you got to think like you were just saying, yes, placebo effect, psychological. But also you're exerting a, a crazy amount of control over another human being to demand that like mm. it's very demanding to to breastfeed your child your oh, actual yeah. kid sure. let alone to then also have to pump for an hour so chet down at gold's gym can like do 10 more squats there was the beaverton ohio husband he was make it started with him i mean i guess everybody's gonna know this episode but you'll have to go watch the episode to know what i'm talking about i was like i'm gonna throw up because it started with him making eggs with his wife's breast milk and then he fed her oh, God, the, the breast milk eggs and she's like does this have my breast milk and he's like of course and i was like I'm but of course and i mean i i i don't think i think breast milk's important and this and that i just and i think it's really noble that somebody can donate their breast milk even to this guy with cancer who appears to be working with cancer it's fine because he's not looking for an extra pump you know what i mean well that's like i'm saying gross not because i find breast milk gross the guy in beaverton his behavior is disgusting yes and the guy in south carolina his behavior is disgusting. Yeah. Which yeah. makes it fucking disgusting. Right. Oh, but of course. <laughs> Would you need a little? And he's always got a little bit on his lip. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I don't want to. There's another episode of Ayahuasca. I only saw a little bit. But um, you, uh, I, for posterity's sake, you, you maybe dabbled in a hallucinogenic here and there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ayahuasca. Is a hallucinogenic mm-hmm. found in South America. Uh, yep. They do, and a lot of people claim that if they're suffering from PTSD or mm-hmm. an addiction to, like yeah. an a, like an alcohol like addiction, narcotics or, yeah, narcotics yeah. that you can go down to Peru. I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, certain countries in South America, I don't want to conflate them. You can take part mm-hmm. in this ayahuasca experience that exper- experience that. Yeah. Um, traditionally cultures have been doing, indigenous cultures have been doing for thousands of years. And if you hire like a shaman who like, yep, sets yep. the stage for you. Yeah. They will have like sessions, like you'll sign up and you'll do ayahuasca with like 15 people. It's like over like three days. And for those of you that have taken a listen gens or whatever, it's similar, but it's very powerful. You take it, your body kind of purges the stuff that you don't need, and then you go into this state, and you have this experience. And a lot of people say this experience changes their life and their whole outlook. What do you hear? You hear from people for mm-hmm. most psychedelics, except for, well, no, even Timothy Leary's like the classic, like MK Ultra acid opens your mind, but that's some dirty lab stuff. But um, right, yeah, yeah. So they say. Anyways, I was just like, I'm I'm open and interested in this, but. As somebody that's had bad hallucinogenic experiences, they yeah. show the proponents on this one, the opon- opponents, excuse me, are like, yeah, there's a few, though, there's uh, a few cases every year where one person in those group of 15 has extreme seizures and dies. And I was like, that's terrible for that person. That's just uh, not just as terrible that's really bad for the 14 people around them that are tripping their nuts off <laughs> and they're like you came in 
Exactly. This fucking person has a seizure and starts foaming. Oh my god, I was just like so oh god, I can't. mortified. Because then you're like, he let the reaper in, man. <laughs> exactly. and the devil's here, man. That is one thing about ayahuasca. If you get where to go, I don't think they talk about it in this. I didn't finish it, but like people from all different walks of life mm-hmm. will converge and discuss the same experience on ayahuasca yeah which is super interesting like there's certain beings that will come to people even though they've had completely different life experiences yet like yeah you know a blue creature the same blue creature will show like up this... and be like come you know i, I know there are like stuff. that's what i have i had heard as well like other like uh, there's a podcast I listen to quite a bit. It's called Mysterious Universe. Oh, you told me about and it. They, yeah, yeah. They they talk about like basically it's these two Australian guys. It, I can't I can't recommend it more to anyone who's listening. Um, they just read any any and all type of book about psychedelia, the paranormal, Bigfoot, ghosts, fairies, whatever. They read it and they just talk about it. Right. So the, you see a lot of the same. So they've talked about it before where there's like all of these very similar like gatekeeper, I think is the the name they refer to them, of these beings that people from, like you said, all walks of life, different backgrounds, young, old, did, did, did they, they see the same things or encounter some of the very similar things. And on there they were talking about there was um, the, some, uh, some of the scientists who like officially discovered DNA, like the double helix. Uh-huh. They had, a, a, I believe it was ayahuasca, an ayahuasca experience as they were trying to, like, figure it out. They hit this, like, wall. Right. And on that experience, this this doctor had this vision of these, like, saw this being in, like, this vision of coiled snakes. So he basically saw the double helix. With the coiled <laughs> like, this snake. imagery on yeah. this thing. And then the coiled snake is also the... um. The staff like, of what's his, the uh, the Greek god, the the Greek healer. It's also snake. So it was just this like they had this vision and were like, oh shit, everything makes sense if you think about it as a double helix. And that's the totally dumbed down version. I'm sure they're just like, well, figured it out. Did two snakes. The coiled snake is also referred to as like it's in Kundalini. Yoga, I'm, I don't want to, again, I don't want to also mix it up, like, because I only have the most, or, but Kundalini is a type of yoga where you yes. basically have this coiled snake, this energy represented by a coiled oh, snake sure. yeah, at yeah. the base of your spine, and you do this meditation and these postures in order to release that ultimate energy, that coiled snake, and that's been going on and discussed for thousands, tens of thousands of years, so yeah. how interesting that. The DNA is also this coiled. There's, is also, there's yeah. something to it. I no, hear that that's... same experience with the... Um, what is that when people smoke uh, DMT? So there's... Uh, DMT or there's... What's the one? I think it's MDMA. It's the one that like... Exists already the, um... in your head, right? Yeah, it's uh, by the, the pineal... Not the, the yes. pineal gland. The that's... one in the third eye, basically, right there in the... That's DMT because you already have it yeah. and it's what's released to your body when you like expire. So yeah. a lot of people oh, yeah, say yeah, like yeah. that's like kind of like that that release that makes passing tolerable, mm-hmm. so to speak. You know, that like 
you know yeah. so it's you're not just writhing um uh, so but you can actually buy it and smoke it and that's what you're talking about the gatekeeper everybody or not everybody but a lot of people are like yep a guy basically you take three hits of this thing hold it in and you basically fall back and you're only out for a matter of like three minutes but people have had stories where they're that's like crazy i um became a different person i experienced my birth i lived the most boring mundane life ever i went to a yeah. public school i graduated high school i dropped out of college i got a shitty job selling insurance i met a woman had two kids we got to like lived an entire mundane life until he died Just and then came like... to but he was only out for like three minutes what a horrible trip no, that's great. Like, just you just like pop a pill, and it's like, oh god, I lived that guy's life. Oh, Jesus no, Christ! I, I took the death of a salesman hit. <laughs> I wanted the, the party will- guy one. Uh, give me a uh, one Willie Loman, and <laughs> uh, I don't know what else. What else? One Willie Loman, and uh, uh, can I get a, a chaser of a, a tramp that died on the railroad tracks? Can I get a single A baseball? <laughs> Catcher, please. Catcher. Catcher oh, yeah, with bad, bad knees. knees. <laughs> Terrible knees. <laughs> uh, I cut you off. Where were you? You were going somewhere. Oh, no. I was just going to say it was this, um similar. Com- there was these uh, these monks in India who, like, meditate in the dark. Mm-hmm. And what they were talking about is they were able to, like, release melatonin, which is also, like, this cousin to the uh, MDMA or uh-huh. the in your body so like they were just it's like so dreaming in a sense is similar to that type of trip because of the chemical re- the melatonin that your body releases to get you to sleep and help you dream can also have a similar sort of like psychedelic effect, effect. so just by being in the dark and focusing they would like meditation, meditate in the dark would, and like they were would able pump to up their melatonin like naturally squeeze that little squeeze the melatonin out of the pee in their brain that was like uh there's that story of so they're like, just like having these like super focused like powerful like waking dream like trips right because we're all part of the same as carl sagan says star stuff so all that stuff you take externally i would mm. imagine somewhere if you have enough body focus and control yeah. you can just you can just pull that shit out of your your own like pineal gland you know what i mean like because yeah. there's like there's stories of like um um Jesus Christ I'm sure my microphone's picking that up but we got some that's serious thunderstorms here speaking of That's what was happening when we first started here There is uh stories of like these um Indian spiritual teachers like India and it was like when Ramdas Richard Alpert and all these people mm-hmm. went over to like study and and would he made that transition into Ramdas and who they were studying under, they were all taken like acid to kind of get to this level. And all these yeah. other teachers who were already over there, they didn't mess with any of that stuff because they just didn't need it to get to whatever place yeah. of spiritual plane they were at. And at one point, their teacher, who I can't think of his name, they're like, "Come on, man, just just take a take a hit, of, take a two to acid." And he's like, "All right." And they okay. give him this acid, and it just he's like. 
it just did nothing Blame. to him or or yeah. he was tripping his balls off and he was just like he's just just put a good face on it he was trying to see, see the most horrifying stuff he's just like no man i'm good it's just sweating it's like that scene in dirty work where they test like he gets the yeah. medical testing which is so that amazing little, it's that Artie lang brownie yeah, the, the brownie with the artificial sweetener. Artie Lang's like, they're telling him all the side effects. It might have this and this, like, you know. And Artie Lang's like, yeah, I guess I do feel a little itch, maybe. And it cuts over to Norm Macdonald. And he's just beat red. He's sweating. And Adam Sandler is Satan on his shoulder screaming yeah. at him. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Yeah, this ain't no shit, man. Oh. Thanks, John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear really you told me about this but I heard a more um uh in-depth um history of MK Ultra mm-hmm. and holy shit government oh, holy shit speaking wow that is nuts uh, I heard it was on that same podcast Mysterious Universe and they were talking about um one of the most famous um UFO sightings in Britain like they had all these crazy sightings at this very specific spot in like northern England. Mm-hmm. It was close to a military base, and I I'm certain we we watched this video at a jerk practice meeting, but I remember finding it because the BBC released it, and it was in like the late fifties, early sixties, and you can find it on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's just all these British soldiers that they dosed with acid. Okay, and then asked them to like perform their duties as a squad so it's funny because you see them like one guy's like <laughs> he's just laughing and like did they wait with sorry did they did they know they were dosed or no no they had no idea this is what they put it all in their tea or something yeah. right yeah put it in their tea and then they asked them to do um like a military drill yeah. and then we're like did this affect like they knew something was they were taking something. They didn't understand it was a psychedelic. Oh, okay. Because so that was the thing. They were supposed to report back something, yeah. if this affected them. So I, they didn't know the extent. But you can watch the clips and they talk to these guys. And one guy's just like like classically just like laying in the grass. Oh, yeah. Watching like butterf- butterflies fly by. One guy's just laughing hysterically having the time of his life. And then, of course, there's like three guys that are fucking scared out of their fucking minds <laughs> that would be, i would be the fourth guy on that list so that's uh, interesting that there's so your... they think the, the, the ufo thing <laughs> yeah. was them experimenting on a higher caliber aerosol psychedelic weapon okay because it's also a military base that the u.s was using so they have these reports where they sent out this like squad of guys to report on oh, a, I see. a sighting and they just – because there are reports of animals acting weird and shit going on and they're like, yeah, yeah, they just fucking dropped a fucking acid gas bomb. So oh, <laughs> these animals shit. are just – it was that like crazy calibrated. Like it got the animals stoned. So these guys walk into this thing and they're like, we're, we're looking for – they don't know what they're looking for, but they're but like something. freaked out. Right. So they walk in and then like fucking deer are like, you know, like, right. Fucking licking their feet. Like the fuck is going on? And then they slowly start to ingest this like 
toxin. psychedelic toxin and then they had like they just fucked with him they got him stoned and like made him think there was a ufo there and they just were tripping fucking balls so that is frightening but so that seems but in comparison that english tea dosing sounds like a walk in the daisies because the mk ultra story they're like what yeah. they did is they went into a um high security prison took a group of prisoners gave them four heavy doses of acid for 77 days straight and just let them roused oh, about God. with each other can you imagine just giving these guys headfuls of acid after headfuls of acid so they can never come down in a prison setting i was just like that is there's um, no way you're you would ever be able to be the same person like that's too long you're well that's what they say dude yeah they these guys finally like um years later when mk ultra got released because the government legitimately went like like new things started happening where you could request history of you mm-hmm. know what the cia was up to that it has a very specific name sorry oh it's the um yeah freedom of information the, fi- yeah, the FISA. That, yeah that's freedom it of information act so when they could see the writing on the wall that that was coming literally the cia went i want like in classic form because it wasn't even digital they're like all evidence of mk ultra i want it burned mm-hmm. but somebody fucked up and missed the boat and it yeah. wasn't so somebody did a freedom of information act and somebody got a 10,000 page book on yeah. what was mk ultra and they're like is this so like it all came seeping out like they couldn't yeah. hide it and these well, guys you... were like holy shit that's what they were doing to us they tried to sue the government because you gave mm. us acid four times a day for 77 days straight and classic fat white american judge was like sorry statute of limitations it was last month sorry but <laughs> yeah, last broke oh god <laughs> oh god no there's that um it's like half documentary, half reenactment. It's called Wormwood. Oh, it's you on told Netflix. me about that. Yeah, um, and it's similar. It's the same thing. It's it's about this like super straight laced guy worked for like um, the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, and then his department slowly took over. They were just working on like fertilizers and things, and he's just normal dude. They started making like government grade type like psychedelics for these experiments they those were the guys that were just secretly dosing people like he's the one you hear about who jumped out of a hotel window well yeah i heard i heard all about didn't just jump out a hotel window running start through like because they were like they went back and looked at i forget i feel bad i forget his name because his son worked diligently his whole life to try yeah like um you know, uh, exonerate, exonerate, get Thank the truth. You. Yeah, because he didn't commit suicide. They dosed him, and he took a running... or just threw him out the fucking window. There's that too. Yeah, it's possible because there's all this evidence of people, and it's always on the 16th floor. It's always yeah, the 16th right. floor, which is another weird. I don't know. No, I can't recommend the documentary enough. But the one sort of thing they leave you with is like you were saying, his son and his family fought because they tried to buy him off. Yeah. Yeah, fought yeah. diligently, and then eventually the CIA just went, yeah, yeah, cool, all right, we admit to it, here you go, we'll settle. Yep. So they're like, yes, victory! That was when we still lived in But New then York. they're also like, wait, 
that's what they freely admitted to. What's the other shit that they're doing that they're they're like, no, keep that shit hidden. Yeah, I'll isn't that amazing? This guy until he jumps out a window. Yeah, the stuff we know that like is mind blowing. Come on, exactly like the stuff that they let out that you're like, why would right. they ever let that out? There's a lot of stuff they don't want to let out. Behind door number two. Oh my god, yeah. Listen to that. That's nuts, dude. She's howling out there. It is. It is a howler. Hey, did you know anything about this? Hey, bad transition, but I have it on my list, and I bet you're going to be the guy to fill me in. What is the DC fandom? Ooh, yes. That was the, um, in lieu of uh, having any type of Comic-Con this year. Mm-hmm. Uh DC did their own, like, basically what they would have done at San Diego. Like, their Hall H presentation where you're going to get to see all the new slate of things that DC has on the docket. Yeah. So it was just a digital sort of, like, check in and, like, check out the new trailer for Batman. Okay. Um. So it's just it's just a DC, and also to cover their asses because they fired a shit ton of people yeah why did they do that i heard about that they're totally doing a uh, what What do you call it re reworking restructured of, restructuring it, thank you it has to do with it they losing some warner dough. brothers was kind of on you know had had its structure and warner brothers had bought dc quite a while ago oh yeah um so they were and there was like the, the, the dc app that you and i both use that has a bunch of content on it so Warner Brothers was like trying to build its own digital streaming platform, uh, and then AT and T bought after uh. Disney like solidified the Marvel thing, and then bought 20th Century Fox. AT and T went, we're taking what's left. Gotcha. So they bought DC, and now it's just been I think it was like two years ago they bought them. This is finally the end of AT and T's. Just like everybody's gone. We're changing Are, everything. Because AT&T doesn't give a shit about comics. Aren't they like, they're like, you know what? All of you guys are out. Print media is dead anyway. Bring the yeah. people in that are going to make us the fucking movies. Is that, unfortunately, is that, are, have they lost their, their, uh, pretty, their line like, of sight? From what I'm seeing is because they canceled a ton of books. Yeah. Which they may have done anyways, just because coronavirus killed sales. DC's started its own distribution hub, which was a big deal. Yeah. Which on one hand is cool because basically how comic books today are distributed, it's a monopoly. It's okay. all distributed from the last standing print distributor for comics called Diamond. Okay. So you have to use them or you just hand sell your books Got to it. comic book stores on your own. And if you're going um, through and so Diamond can obviously control their pricing. And and the big thing was once the coronavirus started DC, Marvel, Image, like all the main comic book companies are like, we're, we can still, because the art we make doesn't need people, we'll still make stuff. And then Diamond went, nope, we're closing. So Diamond effectively shut down all mainstream comics as far as distributing them. And then they closed the shops and did everything. So people were pissed at Diamond because they, they were looking Close out for shop. their own people, but yeah. they're kind of shady 
but because they're the only game in town. So DC started their own distribution thing. So they're totally trying to extricate themselves, create their own thing. Right. Um, so they're just cutting books, and I people are speculating that. So then what's just, sorry? So then what's Marvel doing? Have they created with, it with no? Oh, I follow now. Sorry. Okay. All right. Which is like a little comic book inside baseball in the nineties. Part of the reason all of the independent dis- distributors like disappeared was because Marvel did what DC is doing now, and they went, "No, no, no, we're gonna buy this distributor in New Jersey." They're exclusive. That's it. Got it. So all of these indie They're shops, all of these indie distribution places had to close because they lost 50% of their market because Marvel went, no, we're using our own guys. And it didn't work for them because they ended up going back to Diamond anyway. So they're just eating their own tail. Yeah. So people are speculating that AT&T is looking at DC Comics as basically the writer's room for content. Like They're going to let them continue to make the bare bones amount of comics to create IP and ideas for cartoons, for TV shows. Basically yeah. just... That's what it sounds like to me. It's the Petri dish. It's not... We'll see what happens, but... Because aren't they getting rid... Because they're bringing in people that aren't... They're bringing in Hollywood scuzz, yeah. right? They're bringing in ad yeah. agents and stuff, right? They're not bringing in... So... Inside... They fired Dan... 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 Danello? Oh, he right? quit. I think... Oh, he quit. Dan... Dan... Didio, Didio, yeah. Uh, he quit, but people are like, "Nah, he saw this coming down Main Street. He knew he was gonna get fired, so he got to go." Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, DC's in a weird place where they're just trying to like. So this fandom, I think, was them being like, "Hey, man, we got this new Batman coming out. We got Wonder Woman coming out. Ignore that other shit people are talking about." Hey, Suicide Squad looks cool, right? Hey, uh, we made Colin Farrell look like Richard Kind. <laughs> he does. It's so I saw that picture today. It looks good. I mean, that stuff looks good. Looks but all right, so let me put this to you. You could either elongate, elongate. You could either um, extend the uh, print comics for ten years. Mm-hmm. It's going to get a window of a hot ten years. You get your print yeah, books. Yeah. You get your digital. It's going to keep going strong, but that is going to completely eliminate any of the big screen DC stuff. They're only going to focus on comics, and you get your comics, but you got to mm-hmm. say bye-bye to all the big screen. Or you can have the big screen blockbusters. That's the direction they're going. It's going to go in perpetuity. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I – because now we have – well, because if you think about it, the big boom – was that like what you described was when you could before 1989 before batman yeah basically like dark knight returns like those 80s like watchmen all that late 80s stuff just lit the world on fire because it was so good it was such a refreshing take that it influenced movies so we're kind of on that cycle now if you just leave it alone Uh, long enough i would choose the print i i would too but um, maybe that's a good point. Maybe I'll, they'll, everybody, you know, it'll get rid of this, the chaff and all this garbage, and they'll all go and they'll make some shitty movies and stuff, and that'll that'll leave these independent channels to start making cool stuff. Like, it's where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came from. You know, yeah, it got no, bastardized, exactly. but that's where all the fun indie stuff, and eventually, you know, if that's not what gets made, 
right yeah it will influence the mainstream again because they'll be like why are we losing everybody like why do we feel so dirty uh <laughs> no totally trash it's, i mean it, it's unfortunate because it's at the expense of like i don't really care but a lot of people really care like you you ruined superman you ruined batman like these characters have to be the ones to be sacrificed to this crappy mill of like turn right. and burn intellectual property it's got to be a show got to be a movie got to be this so that you get something like a walking dead which completely right. was just came up was a smash hit comic turned it into a show which became a huge show and that didn't happen because there were good Batman movies. Right. It just happened because the source material was good, was brought into the hands of talented artisans on the production and writing side and for TV and so forth. So you get. But it also couldn't have come, wouldn't have come to be if there weren't examples of bringing something from that medium. Yeah. It, and their success, like 89 Batman, like nobody thought you could make a legitimate hardcore batman movie yeah. before that and now look you keep getting it and when they get too far away from it it, it goes yeah. back to it i'm surprised so for those of you that don't know walking dead um it, it was an indie comic right it was on um mm-hmm. it was image image yeah, yeah yeah which is the most indie you can get unless you like if you're gonna have like a a label because they robert kirkman owns the Created rights to by it. robert kirkman he gets to do whatever he wants they just advertise for you and distribute it for you but he also created a comic called invincible which Mm -hmm. is amazing and i'm amazed that that didn't get licensed or nobody hopped on it or anything it's coming out it's going to be an animated tv show on amazon oh well there you go and they're doing the full hard r with it it's going to be great it's a great narrative it's a great comic hope they do it justice yeah well because you get into the chicken or the egg people are always like with all these Marvel movies just crushing, that doesn't that doesn't drive anyone to a comic book store. That makes right. people want to watch more Marvel movies. Right. What makes people buy comics and come to a comic book store are good comics. Yeah. Comics only get more readers. Like if you if if they find a finding a comic in a Barnes and Noble that they've never seen before, that'll get you to a comic book store. Right. Like you get- seeing like umbrella academy on netflix isn't going to get you to buy a comic book unless you already like like no, it. It just, I know it's it's, yeah. it's sad but it just doesn't work that way like 89 batman sold a shit ton of batman shirts sold some bob the goon action figures too bob the goons baby oh he's so good i love that guy <laughs> so, that is so casey and i were trading images yesterday for those of you that don't know we've talked about it the 1989 batman with keaton became a blockbuster smash hit and with that all of the merch came about yeah but it's like it was a a simpler time but also maybe i'm wrong because there's that there's that show the toys that made us at least to me these figures look they look ridiculous because bob the goon looks ridiculous but it looks like they put more time into it than you would see a figure now because i was looking at this for example i was looking at ruby like ruby has more stuff than me and my brothers had combined already in her life as far as toys because there's so much access to so much stuff and she has so much stuff that she'll just fucking rip the head off of a bear and throw it out Mm -hmm. the window and uh, she just has a million other bears whereas like she's got all of my old books from when i was a kid 
And I just looked in there and I was like, she's fucking ripping up a book that my mom kept pristine, probably from my brother to my brother to me, because she was like, we don't have money to buy another book. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to replace this book. And so I'm wondering if because culture has become like that, like when you had the 89, they came out with four figures. Yeah. Batman, Bob the Goon, Joker. Joker. Maybe it was only three figures. Would there be one more Batman? Maybe they came out with a, there was a rope Batman. Bob the Goon had a kick. It was his belt. And then Joker, I forgot about this. Joker was amazing because he had a squirting petunia. So it had a little... Oh, God, yeah. It had a little pouch, and you squirted water out of his chest, which is like an amazing detail you would never see today because it's you don't have to do it. I think it might I have just, been... They only came out with three figures, and they sold the I think shit so. out of them. Who else and then for be? Batman Returns, they just had seven different versions of yeah. batman yep i remember that well like, like cuz i had all of those figures because i cuz you and i just make that joke like the only figure we could find as a kid from the 89 batman was bob the goon yeah. he was at woolworths <laughs> there was like 10 of them he just he he they, they and i think he's just like a repainted like Nazi goose stepper because if you look at his yeah. <laughs> stormtrooper, I mean, you got to describe it. He's like, like he's got he's high black with... shiny boots, the riding pants, right? Or those have a specific name, whatever the like the yeah. jockey yeah. riding pants. Nice black leather jacket on, bald as a baby's bottom <laughs> with the long side hairs. Unless he's wearing, I don't know what you call it, John Lennon's hat from Let It Be. <laughs> and then he's that got fingerless gloves and he comes with a knife and an uzi and, and the knife is bigger than the uzi and he's equipped with what was it super kick super kick so you could you how did it work you somehow you locked his leg in place and he kicked forward man you had like really a little trigger that bob the goon because yeah. batman didn't have any accessories he was just like that's he had the rope belt batman. he just had a rope belt so he had like that's a right. You could like it had a little hook on it, and you could hang him from shit. Joker, yeah, like I said, the the perfume squirt petunia, pup. squirt petunia. Yeah, but now it's just like now it's a it's a world of more. So like when a movie comes out, they're like, you got Thanos, you got Thanos sitting on a toilet, you got Thanos reading a book, sure, you know, yeah. <laughs> like there's too many Thanos <laughs> reading a book. That was my favorite part. When you I read like that book. book Thanos. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that, that was old. It made me want. I'm just a little because I showed you like when you look at that stuff, like other merch comes up, and just unfortunately, I'm just old enough and just poor enough not to pull the trigger on a lot of things I saw. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to. Totally. There was like a for those of you that know the 1989 Batman. It does have oh, some reminiscence was... of. Like, when the villains from the 69 Batman, like, they would all have their goons. Matchmen. Goon, they'd all henchmen have matchmen, outfits. henchmen outfits. And the Batman ones are beautiful because it's just this. I actually think in the movie they were black, to be honest with you. They were. They were black leather jackets with these cool Joker patches it's, on them. fucking patch is what does it, man. It's Target so cool. patch with that elongated Joker face on it. And then it had, like, the fur collar. It's a cool coat. 
And I, I can't. I couldn't pull it. Wait, Get a Bob the Goon figure. First first appearance of Ratcatcher, twenty two bucks on eBay, or you get it graded as one hundred and sixty dollars. That's that seems a bit steep for the first uh, appearance uh, of old Walt Flanagan the Ratcatcher. Oh man! Or is it but Otis Flanagan? There's got to be some kind of demand. But that's what you were you like as you were talking. I was like, that's what the answer is: is the people our age. And younger, but that's the reason because people, the reason the figures got better is because the audience, the the new audience isn't as big as the current audience. So the people buying a ton of Batman figures now are the same people from 30 years ago who were buying Batman figures. Right, right. So it's like, let's give, and this isn't, I'm not going to, this is like our buddy Greg Stone. Yeah, yeah. He has an amazing collection and he's a connoisseur and he makes he makes Upgrades his own yeah. for action figures, but there are more people like him than there are like our kids who are going to be like, got to get that new Batman figure. They don't give a shit. No, never will. No, 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 no. I, I mean, yeah, that is going like tange. You know, something tangible is mm-hmm. is going away. It's exactly like we're talking about yeah. with print media versus digital media. I was telling you yesterday, I had that DC app. And I was right behind me, the guest bedroom. I was laying on the guest bed, and I was like, like the Jetsons. I, I was scanning through, like we have a sling TV. You know, it's like a Fire Stick, and I was like, oh, that DC app is on the Fire. Let me, I'm, I have an account. Open it up. I was like, because they have like you know shows on there. Some of the DC mm-hmm. animated movies are some of the best DC. That you know, Doom Patrol show is supposed yes, to be fucking right. amazing. They have a Harley Quinn show the weird that's supposed book. to be good. Um, but instead I was like, oh yeah, it shows some of the, the titles I'd been reading and I clicked and I was like, oh my God, I can just hold this fucking remote, lean back, read put these on pretzels TV. on my stomach and just scan through. <laughs> of course I had to like adjust my glasses cause I couldn't quite read the text unless I was like, I gotta get a little closer. And I was like, ah, there we go. And I just said, I didn't get, you know, decent sleep cause I was reading comic books on the TV. And I was like, you described that to me and I had the most palpable like because it was there is a version. There was a version of me in time somewhere that that was all I ever wanted in life was like someday. It's like the movie big. I'm going to be able to read comic books on television. Right. They're like, it's a comic book. You put a computer chip in it and it's a different comic book. It's a digital comic book. Why wouldn't you? Why would you want a comic book on TV? Because you love TV and you love comic books. Yeah, no, exactly. It's Duh. peanut butter and jelly. It's peanut butter and chocolate. It's amazing. <laughs> you got some comic books in my TV. You got some TV in my comic book. All right. Now go jump out the window. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that reeks of American privilege right there, but that's okay. Checkmate. Checkmate, I think, yeah. Yeah, man. No games this week, but that's all right. We're riding high off of... Uh, oh, we got to ease back into riding, it. Riding yeah. high off... Uh... Oh, but all right. All right, so I'll tease it. It's always good to tease because it, it puts me on my puts me on my heels, puts me on my toes. Everybody, because we were talking Bob the Goon, look out next week for... Uh, I was trying to come up with... You can help me with the title. Um, uh, go out west and bail me out some Robbie Keaton. So I'm going to put up 
some uh, it's a Batman quiz and you have to tell me if it was Ooh. said by Mike Keaton, Christian Bale, 69 Adam West or Robert Pattinson, which I guess is from the trailer. So go out west and mm-hmm. bail me out uh, some oh, Robbie Keaton. Robbie Keaton. <laughs> got it. I get it now. But there might there probably be some comics in there. I'm just going to find some uh, Let's have a comic book quiz next week. How about that? We'll figure That's it cool. out and test your yeah. test your skills. Uh, comic book quiz, comic book culture adjacent. Let's say, let's Got find it. some let's find some rat catchers in the row. We'll do some. We'll let's full let's, nerd it next week. Let's full we're gonna nerd do it. the JP fandom next JP, week. JP, uh, well we can't we can't the fandom is trademark. So what would it be? Uh, JP Digital Outhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The JP Digitoy lit. <laughs> Ooh, toys. Oh, wait. It's just a digital toilet. <laughs> toys lit. It's a toys lit. Toys lit. That's where I start. And again, there you go. It's every full of Bob week, the Goons. Every week we come out with something that'll make us money. Back in the 90s, somebody created a, a net that went in the corner of people's rooms where people oh, could God, throw all their the, stuffed animals. Yeah. We create the toys lit. And it's a, you know, it's a stuffed toilet that you put all your books in. (laughs) (laughs) For Thanos to read later. (laughs) I can't sleep. Daddy, there's a monster on my toilet. Sorry. Just reading if you give a mouse a cookie while I'm taking a dump. (laughs) Thanos. Oh, God. Those old nets just remind me. Did you ever have this? This was, I remember this vividly from television, from sitcoms, and then a few kids i knew the old hamper that was the basketball hoop i didn't have it but my buddy aaron wiper did i haven't thought about that oh no exactly because it's for those of you who don't know it's just your standard basketball hoop but the net is threaded and the the net becomes your dirty clothes hamper and i never saw one that was empty that's what i was thinking my dad brain went those clothes are gonna smell like shit because it's so hard to get out so, so it's all these teenagers, right? Because that's what Ooh, teenagers we are know like. That. Cool, you know. And it's, it's the parents are like, I know how I'll trick or the creator, the ad agency <laughs> yeah. parents. You know how you can trick your kids into putting their dirty shit in one place. Have a basketball <laughs> hoop. So, the, but the thing is, they didn't like make a release at the bottom, like you know, like yeah, a fishing net like... to release the stuff. So the mom you, has to, mom or dad has to go in and push all that clothes, push all those cummy socks and fucking and, streaked underwear out of the and, top. And then just put it back into a different receptacle to carry it to the washing right, machine. Right. Just draw a target on the wall and put a, a laundry <laughs> basket like, under it. Just, just tell your kid to pick up the floor. Shit. Yeah, no, exactly. Or I'm sending you to military school. <laughs> oh, man. How... Military we, military school was such an 80s trope. You don't yeah. hear a lot. It was always like, it's always a theme in movies. One of the great movies, Toy Soldiers, in my opinion, military yeah. school. There was a Dutch military school. Dutch military school, yeah. But like, are there real military schools? Or are they just, because prep, there's prep schools, right? Like, I think they changed the marketing on it. Yeah. A little after old Vietnam, they had to, I mean, it was the 80s. Vietnam was still cool. Speaking of military school, this girl's gonna go to military school. Hey, look, it's Uncle <laughs> Casey. Hi, Case. Say hi, Uncle hey. Casey. Say hi. Say hi. 
Can you say hi? Don't Speak. say hi. 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 How He's, are you? How are you? He's asking. I'm good, thank you. He's good. You can hear him. You can hear him. What? You're not? He's not? He's good, yeah. I'm good, yeah. Can you say, love you, babe? Love you, babe. Nothing you can do about it. (laughs) There there you can't. Love you, babe. (laughs) Say, there's nothing you can do about it. Nobody, it's an audio medium. Nobody can see you blowing kisses. I can hear that smack. Oh, there you go. Amazing. Nicely done. Now go Top throw your dirty diaper darling. in that hamper Daddy made you in the corner. <laughs> I love you, babe. Kick it into that soccer Say net. bye-bye. Bye. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. This here is a little number by Citizen Fans. Living life a crime, my friend Was gonna keep us rich and mean Now the sword not as good as pen And your breath is joker green You want Gotham's only goon But it's villainous, it seems They began to cry when you made them die Using brand X dream Jokey was a bad boy His flower full of toxic gas He wore his buzzer in his hand For all the crooked my bosses to pass Jokey met his match, you know Off a building in Gotham, so Nobody heard his recorded laugh But it was just inside his clothes and all the superheroes say He's off to Arkham any day They only let him hold off his stay Cause he fell off that building I suppose Goonie he was bald as sin With slick black boots he looked good in the dust that jokey bit uptown ended up in Goonie's frown. The day that jokey took his fall, Goonie was already buried 12 feet tall. Cause he got shot hours ago. Jokey said, Bob Gun Bang laid low. And all the superheroes say, It's Moon Prison any day They only let him be okay Cause remember like we'd already seen him fall off that building Comic show how Jokey fell And in a pine box Goonie smells 
And Keaton's quiet, Alfred's old Until the penguin's story unfolds Goonin needs you dough, it's true A couple bucks for jokey too So buy their action figures, you With super kick and flower squirt All the bad men's will they say we could have had him any day They only let him go so long Because of sequels, I suppose Keaton West and Ward, they say Old chums, let's leave them be okay It's Tracy Walter and Jack Nicholson a couple actors, I suppose. You see, they were they were already dead, so it affects the story. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, things are okay. And it's like I said, Meg asked me a couple weeks ago why I was laughing so hard, and I was like, oh, because Casey just gave me a quiz. About farts, and one of them was Jurassic Fart, and I couldn't tell if it was so simple it was stupid and brilliant, or if he did it, but basically she's like, why are you laughing? I was like, no reason, hon, because we're at the dinner table. She's like, seriously, because I'm still laughing. Jurassic <laughs> Fart. She went, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want That's a, what I figured. I want a Jurassic I divorce, but I won't get anything from you, so I'm, I want an insurance. <laughs> I want a life insurance policy, and Sign you're not paper. worth that much. And then crawl into this barrel. I'm going to seal it and put it under the house. Your insurance policy is not going to be worth enough to bury your ass. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for that wooden Old West casket. <laughs> the old pine box. <laughs> the old pine box. Yeah, that's what they say. Like, like I was like, honey, you know, and I die. I don't want any fanfare. It's because you're poor. <laughs> right, yeah, no. just just cremate me just, because a match doesn't cost anything <laughs> i can't afford a golden plated cat i can't afford a michael jackson not yet anyway or and could you imagine soaked. if i could if i'd been putting all this money away and then you show up to my funeral and you're like is that a gold can- <laughs> is that a gold casket no, what is that a, a pyramid <laughs> on top of a rocket what's happening here Oh, a sarcophagus. That's not what you hear about. Can you imagine? Like, so a casket standing upright. That's what I want. I want a, I want a Lenin. I want the vertical. Give me a it's vertical. Feet, it's 12 feet deep because I want to be buried standing. <laughs> I'm a two feet. So the Just worms can eat those first. Eat my toenails. <laughs> I want to be buried upright. That's a very Trump I'm afraid thing. of laying down. I'm not going to wear a mask, and you're going to bury me on my feet. You just <laughs> dump your fucking poor Blood ass, ass, poor fucking in redneck body River. into the Harlem River. <laughs> oh. Stick a sparkler in your between those cheeks and <laughs> ships ahoy. 